experiment. You are our greatest weapon of all. First step in solving any problem is recognizing there is one. It's time we started Pain isn't something we thought. All we can ever do for our heroes is remember them. And they gave up two lives. The one they were living in and the one they would have lived. They gave up everything for our country, for us. They prayed for freedom and justice. Some veterans not getting the timely care that they need. Less than 1% of Americans serving in uniform. Good news is, is that in recent years, we've made historic investments to boost the VA budget. What is it? Why should we care? We should care about press freedom because... Because we were informed. In democratic societies, free, diverse, and pluralist media enable public debates and are essential checks You don't look satisfied. Let's discuss. Yeah. Hi, guys. Welcome to Vet to Vet. Uh, what is this? Episode 4 now, right? Yeah. 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 Different ways to file disability claims. Yeah, there you go, right there. So, if it's your first time listening, then thanks for coming. The podcast is produced every week, and as a short reminder, Vet to Vet is a non-profit educational project dedicated to assist veterans with adjustments to civilian life and to provide assistance in obtaining your VA and other benefits that you earned. So, let's go into the show. Yeah, figure out what we got to do. So, today's topic is different ways to file disability claims. And as you know, in our digital world, you can always climb, well, you, you can always file online, you can use a VSO like Joe, you can use... Uh, um, mail, you can just mail it in. Um, you could fax it in. The main thing is that you want the VA regional office in your area to receive it. Yep, definitely. So, if you file online, you're going to use eBenefits, and eBenefits uh, account, in general, you should get it when you're A-capping from the military. If you don't get it, or if you didn't have A-cap as a program before, uh, because I believe it started just lately, uh, yeah, just, yeah, just go to any VA hospital, and uh, uh, normally on the first floor, you would have an... Um, is it VSO Corner, or what is that? Uh, I think the guys that help you out are like the IT guys. I don't know what his exact title is, especially at the Sepulveda VA. But there's guys at the VA that could show you how to do it and sign you up, especially if you haven't done it before, if you're an older vet and that hasn't gone to the VA in the last 20 years or 15 years. These guys could show you how to sign up. Also, you can complete a mail, um, like handwrite your claim and uh, feel, uh, like mail it from any, file it to any like regional VA office. Uh, just find any VA, uh, um, somebody who works at VA who can point you to the right direction. Yeah. And um, to find VA regional office near you, you can always uh, call a VA toll-free number 1-800-827-1000. Uh, it's almost, it, when you call that number, the 1-800-827-1000 number, it's almost like calling a radio station. It'll take you like 10, 15 tries to get in, and you might hear something like, we're busy, call back later, or we're going to call you in a day or two. That's fine. If you keep at it, you will get through, but sometimes it is a pain in the ass to get there, and it's just because there's so many vets going for it. Um, Highlights. Yep. 
just put on lights. <laughs> uh, so, as been said, you can apply you can apply online through eBenefits. You can up upload all supporting evidence um, that what it's what they call fully developed claim. Yeah, anytime you you file, no matter if you want to do it by yourself or if you need a service officer or you're going to mail it in, anything that you're claiming, make sure you back it up with some kind of medical proof that it, this issue is happening to you. And um, process of submitting online, I didn't do it myself, but what I feel uh, uh, feel like with everything that you're doing online, you just save a lot of time. You don't have to walk anywhere. It's just like ordering from Amazon. Yeah, eBenefits is a little confusing on me. I haven't... I'm I'm signed up on it, but I haven't used it to actually file a claim for myself. I have seen guys use it and they like it. I think the only thing you might run into is that it's not exactly updated proper. So then it'll say something like, we're going to judge your claim a year from now or something like that. Those dates aren't exactly proper. They're just rough estimates. So anytime you ever have a curiosity or your question about your claim, always call that 1-800 number and ask what's going on or go to a VA regional office, you're allowed to walk in there, it's not an issue. Or you could go to any VA facility where a service officer is, no matter what that group is, and ask them how to get around what you're trying to do. Yeah. Myself, I love eBenefits, and I feel like it's getting better and better every year. So Definitely. I, like, whoever uh, maintains or whoever works on eBenefits, they do an amazing job. So it's getting better and better. Even in the last year, I see, like, how even nicer you've got. So just like kudos for those guys who does an amazing job on that website. Yeah, and eventually I think the VA is gonna push claims towards that direction, you know, for a paperless trail. So eventually I think e-benefits will be pretty awesome, but it's definitely getting better and better as the years are going by. Yeah, save time, save trees. And uh, so the second, second way you can file, you can also uh, work with an, an accredited representative. Yeah. Say if you're sh you have no idea what you should claim, you're not really sure about benefits, some dude told you at church, your neighbor told you you should go do it, but you don't know what you're doing, you could always talk to a service officer, whether it's DAV, Purple Heart, American Vets, you know, a county service officer. It doesn't matter who. The main thing is that you could talk to these guys and bounce off of their knowledge. Never be shy about what's going on with you because the vast majority of us have similar issues and similar backgrounds, no matter if you're World War II, Korean War, Vietnam, Iraq, Afghanistan, it doesn't really matter. Like, our styles are the same. Yeah, if you're totally lost and you don't know what to do or what you're doing, uh, just like myself, just go to nearest VA uh, regional office and uh, just yeah. ask straight ahead. I need a counselor, and I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe somebody somebody would help you. Yeah. And can I file for this? Like some people think, a common one that a lot of guys had in military was the shaving profile. If you had that shaving profile, that is a disability. And so even though you don't think it's that big of a deal, and it's surely not really handicapping your life in any way, it is a medical issue. And if it's recorded, you could go for it. So if you're not sure about things that you can claim because you think it's minor or not that big of a deal, talk to a service officer or hit up one of your buddies that service connected and ask. Yeah, and from my experience, even like at VA regional office or maybe at um, VA hospital, uh, even a janitor 
would be able to point you to the right direction. Always helpful. I feel like those guys know much better than any like new young doctors. That that's absolutely true. The janitors, the mailmen, the cooks, they know what's going on with the VA and they know who's who. So like I said, don't be shy about asking guys. If you see that older vet that's been around for a minute, he probably knows that system or probably knows that building better than anybody else. So hit him up and ask him. Most vets are not shy about telling you what they know. Yeah, and even um, like at least for LA, like if you go to um, not downtown LA, but um, like Long Beach. Uh, no, like main uh, main main VA offices. That's oh, West LA. West LA. Yeah. yeah, that's where I go for all my treatments. So you will always see uh, like five uh, vets lying in the front entrance. If you don't know local news, if you don't know what's going on in LA, just ask them, they will tell you. Yeah, and if you've ever been to West LA, it is a massive campus, and so it's very easy to get confused there. Um, so second, not second way, another way you can file, you can always uh, mail your claim by uh, mail. And for that, you would need VA form uh, 21-4142. That, that form will allow you to allow the VA to pull records from any outside hospital. So like say you go to Kaiser, say you go to Facies, say you go to like St. Joseph's or something like that, you don't really use the VA, that form will allow the VA to pull those records. If you're not really sure you've been going there forever and you don't want the VA to look at everything you've ever done, you know, you stubbed your toe in your garden, you don't really need them to see that. You can pull those records yourself. I do think if you pull your record, your medical records yourself, it saves time on the VA and saves time on your claim in the overall. And you have that potential to cherry pick records you don't like them to see. Yeah, and sometimes also as a hint, so if you don't know how to find a form, that what I do myself, I might be wrong uh, in some situation, but I would Google. Just put on Google VA form something and uh, pull out the form that you find on the website, on the VA website. You would probably find another maybe blogs like ours or maybe YouTube uh, channels or uh, maybe just website from different vets, but use always uh, VA website. But yeah. you can always use Google as a first step. Yeah, Google works pretty decent for looking for the forms that you want to do. And when you do file your claim by mail, what you're trying to do, you want to go to the VA website and look up regional offices near you. They should give you an address and a more than likely a phone number. No, they probably won't give you a phone number, but they'll give you a fax number to that specific regional office and make sure your claim goes there. But at the end of the day, your claim has to get to a VA regional office. The hospitals don't count. The people at your college don't count. It's when the VA regional office receives that claim. What's the fax number for Janesville? Yeah, so like if you're on, if you're on the west coast or on the west side of the United States in general, a lot, of, a lot of people from the VA want you to fax your stuff to Janesville, Wisconsin. That is the same thing as the VA's regional office receiving it. Their fax number is 608-758-9400. And once you fax that, you'll get that generic confirmation that your fax went through. But if you wait one to five minutes after, you'll get another confirmation from Janesville saying that they received it with a number on it. Save that for your records because then that shows your start date of your claim. So especially if you have like any major things where it comes down to like timing issues, faxing's a good way to get it there quickly without screwing up your dates. That number again is 
758-9400. And it's the facts of Janesville, Wisconsin that will start your claim. Yeah, and uh, also before you leave the military in general, uh, at least for myself, uh, um, you know, uh, Army encourages you to use uh, ACAP program or what it's called the uh, pre-discharge program. And for myself, most of those steps were covered in ACAP. But the other thing is probably not a lot of people listen. Yeah. During those. Yeah, you're, you're, you're more trying to get out than worrying about all the other BS that might be there. And it's an easy work day. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Just show up for more information. That's it. Yeah. Done for the day. Yeah. Uh, but I still had to go to work after lunch. Uh, so, evidence. Uh, we touched a little bit on that, but you must always submit all the evidence, not all the evidence, the evidence that would help your claim. Yeah, so if you're in the military and you're doing this, then we're talking about records that are in your medical record, in your military medical record. So if you had a broken knee, you had surgery, you had a cyst, you had what little things ringing in the ears, you were diagnosed with snoring, you were diagnosed with headaches, as long as it's in that medical record in your military files before you get out, you have a shot at those things. Yeah, and for myself it was covered during ACAP program. I had to fill a couple forms and bring it to the hospital and uh, they would release my whole medical record for me. Yeah. But definitely that's also a step that you have to take before leaving. Yeah. Um, so service treatment records and medical evidence from private and military uh, doctors. And so before you get out, if you guys are still in the service, make a full copy of those medical records. When you do your pre, your uh, discharge, you know, your medical exam before you get out, talk about every little thing, even if you think it's minor. I thought headaches weren't a big deal, but apparently they are when it comes to VA. You know, I just thought it was a random issue, everybody gets headaches. But I had records showing that. So make sure you have records of what's going on with you, regardless if you think it's a big deal or not, because you don't know what's going to happen to you when you're 40, 50 years old. Your knee may not bother you now, your back might not bother you now, or it just kind of bothers you a little bit, but because you were infantry, because you were doing this or that, when you're 40, 50, now your back's totally screwed up and you can't work. Now your knees are totally messed up and you can't do this or that. Back yourself, because you don't know what the future's going to hold for you, but always have copies of everything you do before you get out. Yeah, so let's talk about different types of claims. Uh, so the first one would be a fully developed claim. So that FDC program or fully developed claim program was an optional new initiative for that offers service members or veterans and survivors fast decision on VA on benefits claims. Uh, maybe some people can uh, argue if it's faster or not, but. For myself, I can say that it was pretty fast and uh, professional. And when it comes to fully developed, what you're trying to say there is, here's a copy of my 214, here's a copy of my military record showing that I hurt my, my back, my knees, or whatever the condition may be, and here's current medical records showing that I'm still dealing with this issue. If you have those things and you could tie it to your service, that's a fully developed claim. If you don't have medical records or you need more time to build those records up and you still want to file a claim, then you're going into the standard claim process, which isn't a problem, but it might take a little bit longer. Yeah. So, standard claim. 
Standard claim, VA is responsible for getting relevant records for, from any federal agencies or agency that you are adequately identify and authorize VA to obtain. Yeah. So pretty much you give permission to VA to obtain whatever is relevant to your condition. And make sure you tell the VA where you're going because they're not going to figure out if you're going to Kaiser or if you're going to any outside doctor unless you tell them. Yeah, so in general VA uh, will make every reasonable effort to obtain those records. But, you know, you can argue what does it mean, reasonable effort. Yeah, there is a duty to assist, but there is a part on your part to help the VA out getting those records, because at the end of the day, you're the one asking for benefits, not the VA. Yeah, that funny uh, phrase, help us, help you, Yeah. yeah. in this yeah. case applies. Absolutely. So, uh, let's talk a little bit about forms that you're going to need that you're gonna need. So even before going into forms, don't be confused about large, uh, a lot of digits into uh, those forms. Uh, just use Google and obtain them if you do it yourself. Uh, definitely just ask VSO and your service representative or like any representative. Yeah, so if you are gonna do it yourself, there's a few forms you wanna use. If you're still in the military, more than likely, they're going to give you a VA Form 21526C, and that's the pre-discharge compensation claim. That's because you have your military records right here, and you pulled those records out showing you had these conditions, and you're going for it. So once you get out, you could probably try to get something within a few months after getting out of, out of the military. The second one, the more common one, is the VA Form 526, 21-526EZ claim. That's usually when they want you to do the fully developed claim with your records. But if you don't have your record, you can still use that form. Just check the box that you don't want to do a fully developed claim because you don't have the records to back yourself yet. Yeah. Um, myself, I did fully developed claim and uh, can be uh, more happy about that. Even though it took a lot of time, frustration. But it is what it is. But it worked well for me and it wasn't as long as for some people that I saw that I saw complaining on internet forums and... Uh... Trying to do when you file a disability claim with the VA and certainly with the amount of number of documents they see and the amount of claims that are coming through, you're trying to get successful the first time around. You're really trying to avoid the appeals process completely. So if you got those records that can show there's just no doubt in your mind that this is due to my service and nothing else, go for the fully developed claim and do it that way. If you happen to get into the appeals or they deny you for whatever reason, you could still argue it, it's not a problem, but it'll just take a lot longer. Well, as for myself, I would also advocate to use a VSO. Myself, I'm not a VSO, he's a VSO. So, and why would I say that VSO is better? Uh, because, you know, sometimes VA statutes, regulations and procedures can be complicated and are frequently revised and definitely you're not going to be able to track them if you don't have some kind of uh, like deep law degree or maybe PhD in something that you like to work with the documents so it might be complicated so you can also part you can also you lose part of all of your benefits that you're entitled if you don't understand exactly how rules work or how procedures work because you did something wrong yeah and it's maybe never too late to refile but it may be much more complicated later yeah so, don't lose your time, don't lose your money, just use somebody to represent yourself. So, if you get money, you can always use an attorney, 
uh, because we might be a little bit more savvy about law. Uh, if you don't have money and uh, you happen to find a good VSO that might be much more um, competent than an attorney or maybe just have a lot of experience in what he's doing. Yeah, because if you can use a service officer over an attorney, then go for it because the service officer is not going to charge you. If you find a service officer that's charging you, that guy's full of it and he should be reported. <laughs> Attorneys are allowed to charge you, but they're charging the appeals process, not the initial claim. But if you have a good service officer, they should have the same exact knowledge as any attorney. Yeah, and as for attorneys, uh, major universities, at least here at LA, I know at least like Pepperdine got a program to assist veterans. So if you meet certain certain income limits, you can also ask for free legal service from yeah. those guys. But again, it might require you a little effort to research those guys. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, as any other attorney who can represent you, they um, can charge you until uh, you actually get those benefits. Right, yeah, so if the VA denies everything again, then the attorney can't charge you anything. But if there's been a few years and you see a high amount of back pay, the attorney will get 20% regardless of what that back pay is. Yeah. But that's something you agreed to, so shouldn't be no complaints there. And as always, uh, sometimes some people would have an amazing experience with a VSO, some would have amazing experience with attorneys. That's the same way as you get, ex get experience with cars, doctors, or accountants. Some are better than others. Some cities or like some places you would get better service from one doctor from another city, yeah. you would get worse service. For yeah, so when it comes to like service officers, the different groups, you know, don't really matter that much. It's that individual that's helping you. If that in individual cares about your claim and they're trying to do their best that they can and you get a good vibe off of them and you think that they're really trying to help, then stick with them. That's not a problem. The, the groups don't matter. You don't have to be a Purple Heart vet to go to Purple Heart. You don't have to be a veteran foreign war to go to the VFW and ask them for help. They're just groups. But use those groups because they have knowledge there. And somebody in that group will have better understanding than you do about these claims and they could point you in the right direction and uh, i think it's smart to do your research because before you approach like any of those groups or any of those uh, like advocates uh, uh -huh. because the first thing they would ask you to do is to fill up a va form 21 22 uh, which is uh, appointment of uh, representative yeah of it's, representative yeah it's a power of attorney form it's really just for that group to help your claim out. So they're not really trying to, they're not messing with your money or caring what's in your bank account or any of that. It's just when you call that, that service officer and say, hey, what's going on with the status of my claim? They could talk to the VA for you and the VA will respond to them. Without it, the VA won't tell anybody about your disability, even if your wife called. But at the same time, that or your gives, husband. yeah. <laughs> at the same time, it gives a lot of rights to that person. Yeah. So just, Keep it in mind before you actually sign it. Yeah, because the, yeah, the flip side of that form is, too, for most groups, if you say DAV is the one that gets the power of attorney, and now you don't want, want to go to them for whatever reason, or maybe that guy's not in today, so you go over to AMVETS or Purple Heart, and you say, hey, what's the status of my claim? These guys will have no idea, and the VA won't talk to them. 
you know, so you want to stick with that group. Once once you file your claim, stick with that person from beginning to end, especially if they're decent. If they're worthless, then find somebody else. You know, if they're not helping you, then find somebody who's going to help you regardless of what the where you're at in your claims process. Yeah, and um, unfortunately, a guy might be worthless for you, but might be a yeah. very helpful for somebody else. So Yeah, you know, there's always different styles and different attitudes. The main thing, if you ever talk to a service officer and they file a claim for you, get copies of what they're submitting. Get copies of anything that you can show that was submitted just in case the VA says we never got it, we don't know what you're talking about. At least you have copies to say, no, this is wrong. Yeah, you know, so, Yeah, so back yourself. No matter what you're doing or how you go about it, make copies, write, that, write it down, dates, times that you've done this, people that you've talked to, all that stuff because you never know what pops up. Yeah, well, let's say you found a good uh, VSO and attorney uh, signed on the power of attorney form and then slept for two years and then after two years you're trying to figure out what happened and maybe nothing happened. Yeah, maybe you did nothing. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, that's it guys. Thanks for listening. Come back often and feel free to subscribe on iTunes, uh, YouTube, Twitter and Facebook. All links are in podcast notes. Yeah, ask us questions. If you have questions, if you're curious, can I do this, do that, I'm having an issue here or there, please contact us and we'll try to figure it out for you. Yeah. It's not a problem. Well, Joe, can you suggest a book or a great movie or stuff to do, something yeah, um, you'd like to share? One of the a good book I read that was wild was uh, Unbroken, about Louis Zamperini, World War II vet. Being in Los Angeles, dude's an incredible hero, there's nothing... He's impressive as all hell. But if you read that book, it is, yeah, it's an incredible tale. You know, so if you're curious about it, that's a really good book. I never watched the movie, but it was one hell of a book. Yeah. Well, now I'm curious. <laughs> yeah, like he's a, yeah, that's an impressive vet right there. Yeah, and uh, to, end, to end this podcast, quote of the day from the General Anthony McAuliffe. Uh, when he was asked to surrender during the Battle of Balochi in 1944, you know what he said? What he said, John? Nuts. <laughs> That's it. That's nuts. Nuts. See you.